What's up, people? We are back in the building. Act 2 Podcast, episode 68. We are back in the building. It's your boy, International Walt. That's a good one. 68, 68, 68. That's like 68, and I owe you one. <laughs> and it's your girl, Chocolate Tosh, the co-hostess with the mostest. I'm going to be Chocolate Tosh as long as I have this tan. What's up, people? We are back, Um, you know. Hanging out off a little leisure time, a little leisure time. Um, we back. You can uh, catch the podcast on act2thepodcast.com. You can catch us on Facebook. You can catch us on Instagram. You can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on YouTube, not used to. You can catch us on Google Podcasts. You can catch us on Anchor. You can catch us on Radio Public, TikTok, and Breaker, and Spotify. You can catch us on all those platforms. Y'all really need to go get that episode 67. That was dope. And good conversation to have in your household, you and your spouse. So y'all really need to jump on that. And it's a lot more of those coming where um, really useful, useful topics. And just a shout out to Gia and... You know, sometimes, not to cut you off, we do evergreen material, mm-hmm. everyday shit that people can talk about. But that was something that you can like take home with you. Yeah, and um, you know, again, just a shout out to Gia and DJ Envy. Um, you know, another couple out there celebrating Black love, also having conversations that for some people may be difficult to have, and we love to em- embrace. I don't ever even want to say those difficult conversations because for us it's not, but we understand for some people it may be. But I definitely think, and I encourage you all, I know we always say we don't tell people what to do, we just tell you what we do and give you our opinion, but I encourage you to have those conversations. You know, as adults, being in relationships, hopefully happy, healthy relationships, um, you're being satisfied. And not just, you know, with material things, but overall satisfaction and if you're not you shouldn't be afraid that's why i think it's so important for couples to be friends because you i'm not afraid to talk to any of my friends about something that's important to me my husband being numero uno so i think that's why it's really important to be friends so that you can have that communication um in your relationship you don't want it's not the intent isn't to hurt anybody's feelings no. but the intent is to get better yeah. that's always the is to be the best version of yourself to your spouse that's the goal i thought that was the goal for everybody if not it should be and we specifically i mean you can have spiritual satisfaction and mental financial satisfaction and financial that, yeah. but we specifically talking about sex this time yeah. just not in a vulgar way but specifically sexual pleasure like what do you like what do what don't you like um you know is your man doing it right? Is your woman doing it right? Are you afraid to tell him or her this need to change? Or have you been going along? Do you fake orgasms like guys and girls? So all and that's I, a great conversation to have. Last thing, like you may be approaching the conversation because maybe you're not satisfied. But also, even if you are satisfied, approach the conversation to make sure your partner is. Because you may be thinking, oh, I'm all good. Everything I'm doing, everything right. But your partner might think otherwise. I may yeah. have some valuable feedback for you. And it's so. about being direct in what you want, but not being ignorant and not hurting somebody's feelings. So you yeah. can be direct and to the point, but also know who you're talking to. You know, you want to lay down with this person again, right? All right, so don't hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you? I am doing well. I am doing No! <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Please, please, please don't ever like audition for a movie role. Oh, I'm a good actor. 
I could turn it on and turn it off. Oh. I can. Oh, can you? Yeah, I could turn it on. I'm a thespian, babe. I do everything well. Do you like me to use my British voice? No. <laughs> no. Um, I'm doing well. Um, mentally, okay. Give me some numbers. Mentally, I'm going to say I'm an eight. And, and I know you're probably thinking like, wow, you just came off of leisure time. You would be better. I think leisure time was awesome, but it was also a wake up call that I need to dedicate more time to my just overall well-being. You know, not allowing myself to be so exhausted and overwhelmed and, you know, that sort of thing. So that kind of has it's it's like six in one hand, half dozen in and in other grateful to have that leisure time but it also being like a wake-up call that and, and not saying oh you need more vacations we all want that but just really having downtime to shut it off sometimes so that's why i'm an eight Try because to reboot the router yeah once in a it's while. really you know making computer me computer get computer gets slow it ain't running right it just ain't as fast as yesterday what you do you unplug that son bitch <laughs> well, I'm serious. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely. Like that but I, I'm an eight, and I, I feel good. I do feel good. Um, finances. My finances are a ten. I don't have no complaints about finances. Had a great vacation. Um, I'm a simple girl. I think he always says I'm not. You know, I I don't need a she whole. But I mean, I don't need a whole big to do. Like, you know, we had a great vacation. Anything that I needed or wanted, I mean, would have been provided for. I just wanted a great massage, which we had on the beach, but naked. It was so nice. <laughs> it was. Oh, it was, it was so nice. stark out there. Yes. And I mean, lang lang langing. <laughs> the lady said, oh, take off your clothes to your comfortability, ma'am. I want to be 1,000% I've never been that old in my life. So when you come back in this beach hut, you will see how comfortable we are. But yeah, that was um, Work. good. Work's a 10 because I ain't there. I ain't thinking about it. I ain't worried about it. Whatever's happening, if, if things blew up, I don't know and I don't want to know. Cool, move on. Physicality. Physicality. What your body be feeling like? I'm going to say I'm a seven. A seven? Is your brain connected to you, including your body? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a seven. I'm going to say, because, you know, my brain, just, my, my brain just, my brain is still, no, I'm going to say a 7.5. I'm going to bump you up to an eight, because I know why you're saying you're a seven. All right. Because you, you smart, Tosh. It ain't nothing the matter with you, okay? I know. There's I've been worried about my brain, y'all. Okay, you smart, you sharp. <laughs> You just need to exercise your brain a little bit more. Stop, but, you make me no, teary I'm worried about my brain. I've been having some memory issues, y'all. It's been scaring the hell out of me. I'm going to see a neurologist because I can't preach one thing and do another, but I'm worried about my brain. And my I just feel like, I want my brain to be okay. I'm laughing right now, y'all, but I'm really a little worried, but I got the best support system in the world, she so fine. we're going to be all right. Just... We was doing some math problems today to help, you know, and, and I think it's important we get so wrapped up in these phones and technology and he fusses at me all the time. And maybe this is just the chicken coming home to roost. Is that the right saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And me really realizing I got to shut down. I will tell you all this, you know, during leisure time, it was not great Wi-Fi. So I did not use my phone for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. 
for five days and I didn't care. Like I, you know, I prayed, hoped that my family, you know, my loved ones, everybody was good. If they weren't, it wasn't anything I could do about it anyway. Um, but yeah, like I could, I didn't use my phone because it was just kind of shaky, but I really needed that. And I'm going to do more of that. So those who love me and know that I love them, I ain't going nowhere. But if y'all hear from me, Lessons, I just have to put, I might write y'all letters because I've got to put my phone down. Something is frying in my brain and I don't like it. But other than that, I'm good. Cool. How are you? I am. So no. where's your physicality? My physicality? You bumped me up to an eight, so I I'll am, take an eight. So you got an eight for that. Um, mental, I am a nine. I oh, feel, that's awesome. Feel sharp. Had a great vacation. Um, hit my head. It's just clear. I haven't thought about work in yeah. days. Um, so and I that? have a few more days not to think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's so that's that's an eight. Um, finances, about a nine. You know, mm, that's awesome. Been doing some dipping. Um, but other than that, a nine. Work, zero. <laughs> I ain't even you talking about a ten like zero. That's I mean ten meant I felt good about it, but zero it ain't even on I the don't radar. Know how I got them good <laughs> over there. It could be a shit could be gone. It could close down. I don't know. <laughs> um, so it's a zero for me. How you feeling physically? Physically, I'm okay. I we spent a lot of time in a place where um, water was scarce, and I could feel it in my Ooh. body, like me smoking. And not have not that I didn't drink, but not having water as I do every day, um, I could feel that shit in my back, in my in my bones a little mm. bit. That's why at dinner I didn't even drink the ginger ale. I had I just drank water. Like I wanted to get some water up in me, and I do feel it now. Like yeah. I do feel it subsiding a little bit. You know, society is so conditioned to people drinking alcohol. We we really have to change the narrative because this is no shade to people who drink alcohol it is what it is but that's not everybody's story i know and love people who live a life of recovery mm -hmm. and they don't drink alcohol and you know you or you of course if there's people that are taking medication and can't drink alcohol people that are pregnant and can't drink alcohol we just don't drink because you know we don't some past history not no alcoholism or anything like that but we just stop but still we have empathy for people who do like you said we know people who are in deep love who are, are sober and to think like we showed up to a place where you know they uh inv invite you in and uh, orientation and they hand you champagne and like we straight just out thought, the door we just thought like damn what if you got some people in recovery who don't drink and then you come in enticing them like that and you in a nice place you kind of looking like damn it's only a glass like we here i that feel could... good but that could be 25 years of of recovery down the drain or it could be four days and you know what i mean it don't have to be years it could be four days of you recovering and bam here you go yeah you know you sipping again because it was putting your face like that and where we were the mini bar now the mini bar selection was amazing and free if you there were some options that you could pay for i guess it was like a premium level of alcohol but there were a lot of options that you Bottles. could yeah we that you could refill, <laughs> would refill your mini bar with every day i'm talking about alcohol soda no water water was not an option like so you will fill this thing up with beer with wine with champagne some rum Ice, no all water. these different things but coca-cola but you but no water bottles like that would 
yeah like so, but again that's just society just being so used to people feeling like they need to imbibe or imbibe what's the word imbibe imbibe but imbibe also, to have a great time societies though so you don't know like i said it's water was scarce i didn't see people on the beach drinking a whole bunch of water bottles yeah. like they got them from where we, we was staying. buying water bottles yeah. and they were cheap they were huge and cheap but they just didn't offer them for free you know? Yeah. Um, wilds and woes. Um, the wild was just, of course. So we had the same wild, so we can. Yeah, it was vacation, <laughs> but it was also no God always being on time for us because we will say this: we had an amazing time. It wasn't what we thought we wanted going into it. But in the end, it was exactly what we needed. So, you know, previous vacations, we've been places where, like, it was a good vibe. Like, you know, a little hip and happening. And we got to this place, and it was like... Hence us staying on the hip strip last time. <laughs> yeah. But even the other place wasn't... It, it right, still was a right. little more vibe. We got to this place, and it was like, oh, welcome to the love boat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and completely different vibe. But in the end, it was like aha like this is what we really needed because we probably would have been you know more energetic but we really needed that relaxation that reconnection that refresh so that was the wow like vacation but also seeing how god gave us what we needed not just what we wanted so that was for me the wow of it well um the well you <sighs> And I, I, I don't, okay, so the woe lists for me seeing the difference in, I don't know if this is a cultural thing or what, but like people don't tip on vacation. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to leave it there and I ain't going to go too deep into it because I, I mean, that might be a discussion you want to have, but that was just the woe for me, like good, bad, or indifferent, just seeing, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or not, but I'm going to just leave that there. Wow for me was vacation. Obviously, um, being able to go to these places I've never been before, never even thought I would be able to touch down on, um, is special to me, and I know it's special to you, like just being able to take you places. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I I feel fresh, reconnected. Um, like you said, we walked in and was looking for kind of the previous vacation we had where it was a lot more ab abundant of people and hip and music and people that look like us people that look like us yeah i ain't you know this was like more of um 80 20 maybe 85 15 of the caucasian persuasion oh wow i would have said like 95 5 okay well we can go that high i was <laughs> trying to give it a little break but i see i was there um 95 i would say 90 10 because the people that we saw that looked like us were the same people we kept seeing it was like three or four other couples yeah. that looked like us compared I would to say, 200. I would say it was like 10 because I seen some on the beach that we wasn't seeing inside that was staying Okay, the so 90-10. Yeah, I would say 90-10. Okay. That's a huge A huge disparity in numbers. But we found out some information. Uh, you know, this place, uh, a lot of 
Caucasian people go there. Like it's it's kind of their thing. A tradition. Yeah, it's kind of we we met somebody that was there twenty two times. I mean twenty twenty two times. And so, met another lady. This is was her and she her was there husband five, five times. times in twelve months. Yeah, same place. Yep. And no shade. Vacation is vacation is vacation. Some people would like the same place. I, We're all uh, creatures of habit. You yeah. get somewhere, you like it, you want to go back. But 22 times? A moniker that I would like to have attached to my name is World Traveler. Like, I want to see... I Not want being us Guinness to see Book the of world, world records for going to the same place. Yeah. How many times do you go times? there? Yeah. I mean, if you find a place you like, that's all well and good. But the same damn place. Yeah. I mean... crazy. If, if it's nice, it's nice. It's paradise. Who, who? I mean, and and you figure if it's um limitations or reasons why you can't go other places, fine. Sign me up. I'll go back, and I and we will go back again. You know, in the future, but twenty two times or five times in twelve months. I mean, literally, this is April, and this lady told me that she had been there February, October, July, and April. Same damn place. That's. Some people are creatures of habit, like you Everybody said. Everybody is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you like what's comfortable and you like what you like. And then if you, like we we said, it was a, we thought it was a different star hotel. I mean, you know, uh, resort. But it was more like a three, four star resort. But they gave five star yes. service. So that's what, like, kind of, it leveled it out. Because the decor was kind of dated a little bit. And it wasn't as luxurious with glass and marble that and we, all this stuff yeah, that we're accustomed, accustomed to. to but it had five star service i will say this the resort i would say was a three and a half star resort however the service the cleanliness was five star across the mm -hmm. board the um yeah yeah the it was a it was a five star experience at probably like a three and a half star resort. But that three and a half star, it's just probably because of the decor. You know, it's a, a brand that has some tradition to it. So they just ain't spent no money in updating it. But it was clean as ever. Yeah. So, I mean, that... And it had, you know, the finer things. And it. it just wasn't the top of the line. Um, it wasn't as luxurious as some places that we've been right. in the past. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing that I think that... Whole, that resorts, hotels, whatever across the world should have is comfortable balcony furniture. Mm -hmm. Y'all know we talk about balconies. We like a balcony. But outside, even if you, even if you just chilling on a balcony by yourself, comfortable balcony furniture it should be a must. One of the things that we talked about, we learned from this vacation, and we're learning as we go along in life. Y'all know we are new to the world travels, um, and our, we're creating our list as we go along of just things that we like, that we need to have, um, all-inclusive. I won't say it's a must, because I know there are some places like when we, Puerto Rico doesn't offer all-inclusive, right. but we still like Puerto Rico. But if it's an option, all-inclusive. And I'm sorry, y'all, no shade, but adults only. Yeah, gotta be adults only. That was, that made a difference. And uh, this is our second adults only resort, and I like it. It makes a difference. Like it does it make it. The lot. beach balls, the kids hollering. And, you know, me and my lifestyle is smoking. So, you know, it's more free to smoke when it's all adults and 
no kids running around, then the adults don't, even adults who don't smoke, don't feel like they should yeah. say something because ain't no kids around. We all grown here. Like, look where we at. Every fucking body smoking, so yeah. relax. Beach, <coughs> ocean view is always a must for us, but now um, we're going to require beachfront. Beachfront. Because they slip that ocean view in like, oh, you see the ocean right there? You got ocean view. Nah, I need beachfront. And again, patio furniture, balcony furniture, I need to be able to luxuriate. I don't want to just sit in a chair like this. Like, I want to be comfortable. If I want to take a nap on the patio, even though I did still fall asleep in that chair, yeah. <laughs> but I want to be comfortable. So, mm -hmm. you know, our list is growing. If y'all have some travel things, you know, to do's and don'ts that y'all, um, you know, have on your list, let us know. And maybe something that we haven't even considered um, that, you know, is something that we might be like, huh, that will work for us too. You yeah, know? but it's got to be top of the line. Like, it's, that's just where Four we Four or five at. star. That's just where we yeah. at in our life. Like, not to shit on anybody else. It's just, we waited a long time for this. And now that it's here, we want to enjoy the finer things, the luxuries of all that shit has yeah. to offer. So, we spare no expense at that. Yeah, and I, you know, yeah. we work hard, so I, I'm not one who will sacrifice you know, oh, we can go here and it's real cheap, but I don't feel comfortable. Like, because no. if I'm not, if I can't sleep in the bed comfortably, like I would sleep in my own bed, then it's not going to be a good experience for me. I'm going to be getting on his nerves because he knows I will. Where were we at that time when I walked around the floor on a towel? Like, I was like, I'm not stepping on the floor. Like, I'll get on his nerves the whole time. I have to feel comfortable. Yeah. Places have to be upgraded. I mean, you can't have carpet. That's been in a room or a place no. for 10 years. It's like, okay, you don't want to put your clothes down, your bag dry. You don't know what's been on it. Staying at any place at the beach and there's carpet in the room is an absolute no. I look at all pictures. Nope, this hotel has carpet in their rooms. Next. That that just grosses me out. It's automatically going to be sand in the carpet. Carpet gets wet. It starts smelling mildewy. No carpet. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So we're on the same page. We on the, that. And I, that's what I'm so happy that, like, we are on the same page. We look for the same things. Like My woe is the fact that, you know, and we did it different this time. But when you come back from vacation, you're back in the real world. You're back at work. And this time we did it a little different. So it's like a woe and a wow. Because we, you know, left some time for us to decompress mm -hmm. and then get back to work. So... That's the wow and kind of a, a woe mixed together is that when you just come back off of having such a great time and not thinking as much and your brain ain't wired. Then you come back to the streets, you drive in, it's like you at alert again on everything. And it's like, damn, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um, question. So all these algorithms and the Instagram and the Facebook timeline, you scrolling through stuff you like. They send you more of um, things that you're interested in. They send you more of. Everybody's timeline is different. Mm -hmm. Is your spouse's mind, yours, is your spouse's timeline indicative of who they are? Mm. Is your spouse's timeline indicative of... Um... Because we know it's set up where the things that you like and the things that you want to see are the things that's on your timeline. Right. But is it does it mean somewhere subconsciously it's indicative of who you are, or is it just for some people entertainment and it's just the things that I'm interested in, the things that I want to see, 
or like I said, subconsciously somewhere, um, you know, it's indicative of the person that you are. I so in a sense, and before you start, like my timeline, where I, I send you like um, pictures of women. Hey, babe, look at this girl's mm -hmm. junk or, you know, look, look at this girl's uh, her eyelashes are too fucking long, whatever. <laughs> but... And I, you see me like pictures of, of Gemstar and, and Gracie Bond and stuff like that. But do you sit back and you think about not just me, but say like um, a, a guy who likes 44D tits all the time in his timeline and that's all he sees. Is that indicative of who he is or he just likes titties? Um, I, I think that's I think that doesn't encompass all of who he is. But it definitely is indicative of a part of who he is. Like, okay, I'm just going to say this. Like you said, algorithms, you know, if no one knows you, your phone knows you. Mm -hmm. Whether you know that or not, your phone knows what you're looking at. So, you know, I look at your Instagram page, you look at my Instagram page. So we see, like, I might be like, babe, look at this. Or, you know, mm -hmm. we looking at each other timeline because I will see stuff on your page that I won't see on my page because we don't follow the same things. If you have, let's say, a spouse that, um, and that likes, uh, I'm just trying to think of something crazy. Uh, okay, if you're looking at your spouse's social media page and you see a beastie whole bunch out. of, no, you can't see that on Instagram. Yeah, not bestiality. I'm trying to think of something just weird, like uh, feet. Feet fetish pages. See, and that's the thing. I don't. Even, I didn't. I've never even seen one on there. Because I don't think you. That would like... be like a a. I don't want to say a red flag, but it should like raise a little radar to be like, why are okay? Here's a here's a perfect example. When you first joined TikTok, I don't know what you were looking at or what you searched for, but scrolling on your timeline was all these construction pages. <laughs> But in Spanish. But and when I think back in hindsight, you you know your your friends that you work with, they are Hispanic mm -hmm. and of the Latin culture. Of yeah, and and you know I'm sure you were looking at different construction pages and stuff. But you remember me saying to you like, why the heck are all of these like home builders, bathroom builders, kitchen builders, kitchen builders? But they were in Spanish. I'm like, what did you search for that it keeps showing you all of this? So okay, if you are a doctor. And I'm looking at your page. You're like, hey, what are you like thinking about construction? So I think it can be an eye opener for somebody who doesn't know their spouse. And they end up seeing something that would be like, oh my God, what are you looking at? So, I mean, I, again, I don't think it encompasses all of who you are. But it definitely lets people know. So you don't think it's entertainment? Like you think that everybody, like you said, your phone knows you more than I guess now you could say a person does because, because it knows what you're looking at even look, yeah, if nobody else does exactly so, so it knows what you're looking at when nobody's around exactly and if your phone knows you and these things are in it or on your timeline whether it's a bunch of dark dudes with beards for you or um you know thick girl like you know like it's just, it, it doesn't matter like it's that so that's not who you are that's not what you I mean, like, again, yeah, or... I think it's a part of who... Now, now, let me say this. You can look at... You can start looking at stuff just out of curiosity, like um, on TikTok. 
I found myself going into a hole looking at blackhead extractions. So I don't think that is indicative of who I am. But it, it is, does though, show. You like that pimple. Pump. I was going to say <laughs> yes. It does show. Okay, she has an interest in this. Um, or this page that has nine one one calls. It shows. Okay, I have an interest in this. Now, if I. You know me, if I look at something one time, you will never see, I don't even want to say, it's about to make me cry. You will never see like rats on my timeline. Because mm -hmm. you know, if I see one post, I'm never searching for that. You unfollow that and get far away from it as possible. Like, yeah. For, I want to tell my phone, like, I don't ever want to go back <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <again. laughs> so I think that's the thing. What you search for, you, you have some kind of interest for whatever reason. Like you could be a person who's, looking at like um you, you know gun violence or whatever because maybe you're just interested in the news not saying that you're a violent person that wants to shoot people so that's what i'm saying so you're saying all it's all an interest it's not indicative of who you who are you? so a person who ingests fucking um head off murders and you know people dead all the time that's not in them that's just an interest they have i don't or a person who um you know, who who looks at feet all day. You think that's just an interest they have? You don't think they really have a foot fetish? They, I, no, that's Or like if I'm you saying. was blindfolded and you know me as a person, can you tell, like if you if you had to guess, like what's on, on Jay's timeline? Like I, you had, you can guess and say, yeah, this is on his timeline. Be, so what I'm saying is, can you look at somebody's timeline and be totally fucking shocked? Like, okay, I thought I knew who he was, but... Why is he looking at this? You can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it because if you look at something one time, it's not going to repeat it. Like if you look on my timeline, you're gonna see a lot of nail designs. Um, you'll probably see like some poetry and stuff for me looking at different pages like that. You'll see some of those pages that may have some women empowerment or spiritual posts. Um I'm trying to think what else to it. That that's probably you'll probably that's probably what you'll see a repeat of that. I'm not looking. I don't really look at a lot of fashion pages and stuff because I don't really care what other people wear. Um, yeah, that's probably really all you'll see. I don't follow any of like the gossip pages. Not to say that I don't look at them, but I want to see them when I want to. When I go there, I don't want it constantly on my timeline, so I don't follow any of that. Um. Every now and then, if I get into, like, my workout mind frame, I'll start looking at different people's pages. So, you know, you'll start seeing that. But that's, but again, so if you saw that, you wouldn't be, now, if you started looking at my page, you're like, babe, why is it all these, um. White dudes you looking at all buff with wax chest. Or, no or all these pages about thruples. Or, you know, all these, um, different pages about, you know, little, uh, little people, big world, like you know that kind of stuff. Well, I know you're interested in little people, big world. No, no, I'm not. Okay. Okay, what? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Transparency moment. She dated a midget. That is. That's all I'm saying, and okay. maybe that's not a good word to say, but she dated a midget. I. W it was before us. I was Obviously. probably 18, 19. What and a she had interest in a little man. I met a gentleman. Little he man. was a little person. Little man. We went out on two dates. What's up, little man? And that was it. Tell him about all the uh, electronics and poles and shit in his car so he can drive. 
Them long sticks and big gas pedals. You would not have known he was a little person from the outside of the car. Cause, but in the inside... The gas pedals, like, right under the steering wheel. They were. They, like, were elongated. And that's how we drove. A he was person. a nice guy. <coughs> Just wasn't for me. Okay, so my next question is, can... If that's your stand on it, right... Oh, okay, let me just finalize. Your timeline is a representation of your interests. It's gotcha. a representation of a part of... It's not a representation of you. It's a representation of your interests. Of your interests, right. right. You might be interested in war stories, you know, but that doesn't mean you want to be a soldier. Or, you know, you might be interested in... Yeah, yeah. so it's a representation of your interests. Okay. Um, can timelines create insecurities in your spouse and what i mean by that is if you go to my timeline you're going to see the gem stars the the um best cnn's mm -hmm. and all that does that mean i want those girls and is that can that create insecurities in you also on another dynamic if you have a a a cup titties and i'm looking at 44 double d's on my timeline all day can that create some type of insecure in you, or 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 can can people not create insecures and you already have that insecurity? I was about to say, yeah, you you have to already. Can I? So I can't. I'm I'm exacerbating it. You're saying it already existed. So I think a, a couple different components there. One, you like I know what you like. So when I scroll and I see all these. Thick ass. And when I tell y'all, he likes women. Like, I'm thick, I'm beautiful, voluptuous, all of the above. The women that he like are thick, 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 thick. <laughs> and and, and not, no shade to them. Like, they're beautiful. One thing I will say about these women, mo most of them, they are thick and no stomach. Like, God was not playing fair because, let me but tell you. Know you why I look at thick girls? Because you're thick. I know. So that's, so, so that's what I'm saying. I know what you like. So that's... That well, that was part of the first question saying, is, is your timeline indicative of you? Because that's, that's what your I look interest. at. And that, that's what not I, saying you're interested in those women, but I... So it would be more strange to me if, if I, I looked at your at, timeline okay, and you ahead. were looking at size two women. It'd be like, who are you? Right. Like, that's not even your style. <coughs> I will say about my husband, he is a any titty man. Like, he <laughs> likes a thick woman, but he don't care if you got negative A cups or Z cups. He like any kind of titty. But I know that the about a him. Titty. Like you gotta give all the titty love. Yeah. <laughs> all titties matter. A little titty is a little titty. Like on oh. her, it's a little titty. All titties matter to him. He don't <laughs> care about a titty. I'll be like, babe, she got titties. No, and like a lot of people might seem like it's a shallow thing because it's a surface type thing. But it's like, no, like. If if I was a He'd be single like she's guy, a grown ass woman, yeah, if she I was got a, a single titty. guy, any woman I met with any size titty, I would not think, oh, her titty's too small or her titty's too big or she ain't got big enough. Like, nah, it would just be like, oh, her titties is a titties. And you know what else about him? He's not like a, a he's not shallow in the sense of like, oh, she gotta have a big butt. It's more of a package deal for him for a woman. She can't have short hair. 
Um, I, you know, she got, this is what he likes, really. I was going to say, <laughs> she has to look like her. But I say all that to say, um, so, okay, I know what you like. So you see, me seeing you looking at those women, it, if, if I was insecure, like I said, they got flat stomachs. I'm a lot of things, but a flat stomach owner, I am not yet. Until maybe my next lifetime. Um, but I'm not insecure about that. I am who I am, and I know you love me, and I know, you know, I might not look like them, and they don't look like me, but I don't care about that. You don't even know them. Even if you did, like, I, I don't care about that. But if I was a woman that already had some sense of insecurity within myself, I'm sure that would probably exacerbate it. I the think, same thing with the titties, too, if you had... A plus, I mean, A cup titties, and I was on my timeline was forty four triple Ds. I, you would be I like, think Damn, anything, like, any, not like if you had bumps, if you had some. No, what I'm saying is any insecurity about okay, your body. Okay. If you feel if you feel insecure about it, I think your husband or your man, your spouse, whoever you're with, looking at that, he could if he was looking at magazines, if he was in a market looking at a woman, I think it's going to exacerbate that because that's already in you. So whether you got little titties and he looking at big titties, you got big titties, he looking at big small titties. If you got no butt and he looking at fat butts, if you got, you know, a stomach and he looking at flat stomachs, if you have any sense of insecurity, that's only going to exacerbate it. If you're not confident within yourself, social media will make you hate yourself. You will pick yourself apart. And and as an we was talking the other day and Anybody that knows me know I'm not an advocate for plastic surgery. I'm knocking nobody that has done it, you know, to, to each his own. But elective surgery scares me. Like I like being put to sleep is scary enough if you have a medical condition. So to opt to get put to sleep for something, I would love if I woke up in the morning and my stomach was flat. But I ain't letting you put me to sleep to do it. But I said to him the other day, like, damn, I could see how women slowly but surely you start rationalizing it in your head like i could very well see that it's and understand media, it yeah. it's not so much that it's social media it's exposure so even if you was getting magazines to your house every week that had pictures in it even if people was parading up and down your street it's just the constant exposure but social that, media that just where makes social you, isn't that where the exposure is because when we grew up our moms and grandmas didn't have that. Like, they had, they didn't have, and it was out then. But I think... And what, I, I get what you're saying, the exposure to it. They yeah. wasn't exposed, but again, social media exposes that. But I mean, I, I don't, I, yeah, social, I think social like, where media... Where else do it, you, can you digest that? Tons and tons of ads or all these girls with bikinis with these little marks on the side of them and some of them even filming their lipos and girls on planes 50 deep sitting down on yeah. their knees like that shit is I'm so saying, out there i think social media is just a mode of communication through which we receive the information but no matter the the overexposure of the information for anyone 
you you know you start feeding anything through people's head if it was on the news if it was on if on tv they started showing a whole bunch of shows the, about surgery and people getting their bodies done and all that stuff i think even that would be an avenue through which they would start changing people's minds and changing the way that people think about it just because of the exposure so uh, social media just makes it that much easier and convenient for the information to be received but i think the overexposure of information is it it people who already have insecurities and then even if people are secure it just makes you start it's that group think mentality you start right. thinking well well Pack these mentality. people did it if this many people did it if all these people are doing it and all if, it takes is for a friend for somebody you know to do it yeah. and it's like okay now it's really close to me and then yeah. and they okay like I, I and think you I can, can get more direct information about the experience and all of that so i mean i can honestly see how people um, can can uh, how how minds can be changed, and I don't. So think you don't think any insecurity c can be created from your spouse's timeline. You think that's whatever it is, it's already in you. I think there has to already be some insecurity within you, within your relationship, because if you know that like y'all are good. Okay, so here's a better question. Not even spouses. Can humans create other insecurities in humans? Or do you think no matter what it is, it's all, it's somewhere it's rooted in you from the start? Or do you think a human can create another insecurity in a human? I think there has to be a window of opportunity, even the smallest window. Like you have to have low self-esteem and you have to not feel good about yourself for me to create that. It doesn't even have to be that deep. That's why I say even the smallest window of opportunity because you... I think we all have some insecurities about us in some small way, some people in a bigger way. <coughs> I, as a teenager, had horrible acne. I worked hard through my adult years to clear up my face, to have good skin. And I was doing great for probably 15 years. Over the last couple years, and it's a couple, I've tried different products. Also, we started wearing masks. Also, age and hormonal changes or a combination of all of the above. My face started turning on me. And there are times that I have insecurities about acne on my face. But that, that, that ain't nothing that nobody can break me down about. Like, my, like, I am confident in who I am. So, it's like, it's nothing that nobody else can say to me. I know it's there. But for some people who might have a little have less confidence or bigger insecurities that small window can let somebody in and open it up bigger now my small window sometimes it closes sometimes it opens but it's nobody can make me feel less than who i am right but so, so i say that to say to your to answer your question can somebody else Make you feel insecure. There has to already be that small little piece in well, you. Well, not make you feel. Create one. Create insecurities. Create in a you. new insecurity that you that you thought you didn't even have in yourself. But now all of a sudden you caring about this thing because this guy or this girl drove it into you. Now it's like something that's on your fucking mind. I think your personal, your internal confidence. But before him or her, you that wasn't even a blimp on your radar. But now this this person in your life for a season or whatever got this fucking 
thing on you and it's like damn now this shit's eating me up where i never thought about this i think your personal and your internal confidence has to far outweigh anything that anybody else can do or say to you you made me think about people who might be a woman might be in a relationship with a man who is emotionally abusive mm -hmm. where he may never put a hand on her but may make, make her, her feel, feel like shit. negative like about herself beat. Whether it's about her body size being too small or too big, about her skin color, or maybe the way she Intellect. dresses. So any of that. But again, if you if if you're not already mentally strong, then yes, that can wear on you. But if you're if you're in a mental space where you're not even going to tolerate that, like who are you talking to? Like you who you Well say like you met a guy or, you know, a, like a intellectual man and you just didn't have the um, conversation to keep up with him or the the, the vocabulary to even have um, poignant conversations with him and he would say things to you like damn you know you ever read a dictionary or you know damn like how don't you know what that means or you asked him what did that word mean he said why don't you just look it up like those kind of things to create to make you feel like damn maybe I don't know enough words maybe I I do need to read a book. Like, why we the same age, and why does he know so many more words than me? But it's a way to go about teaching someone and helping somebody to improve than to be demeaning. But not everybody to... does that. That's what I'm saying. When you create insecurities, it's not necessarily no, a no. Good what thing. I'm saying is, it's a way to go about that without being demeaning. Right. So if you encounter a person who doesn't go about it the right way and they are demeaning, again, your personal self-worth, regardless of how great your intellect is, your personal self-worth should not allow that. So you should separate so yourself maybe, from that person. So maybe I was a little bit drastic, but maybe the um, why don't you look it up part isn't, isn't demeaning. Like, what if you just but, ask, but, what does that word mean? What if you ask twice a day? What's that mean? What's that mean? And it's got to a point where it's like, damn, like... Why you keep asking what that means? Like, you don't know what anything means. Okay, maybe I don't. But if, again, if we're trying to get to know each other and you like me and or maybe right. say you love me a little bit, then you should be, yes, I can look it up, but we're having a conversation I know, but right does now. does that create an insecurity in you to think, or do you think it would to say, damn, I don't, I asked him, what did this mean 10 times this week? Like, why don't I know? Maybe I do need to look through the fucking dictionary or read a magazine. But that, I don't think that'll help. You don't think help. that would create that? Not help. You don't think it would create the insecurity in you. That's what I'm trying it to do. It may okay. create the insecurity. However, you, you, you have to all, I mean, you know that you don't know a lot of words. Mm -hmm. So if anything, it should inspire you to want to learn more. Or it could be a man with a woman. I'm just, I'm not just saying a man knows a lot of words. If a man met a woman and she had a bigger vocabulary, would it create an insecurity in him? It, it could be one of those things where it, it should be. I feel like one of those things where, where you should be inspired. Like, right. damn, this is an intelligent person. I want to learn more. Sitting and reading a dictionary. I mean, yeah, you just reading words. It's a lot of damn words in the dictionary that you're not going to get to. I don't think that's going to help. Um, but I think asking the questions, what does that mean? And maybe finding ways to help improve your vocabulary. But it shouldn't necessarily create an answer. And I can't really answer that because I, I can't even relate to that experience. But I, if I, I had to guess, I would think that it would. And only because I think we're human and we're sensitive. And I think that if you really like somebody or you really like spending time with somebody and they're you can tell your intellects are on different levels. 
yeah, it would be nice if he helped or she helped and said, okay, you know, I'm gonna bring you along. We, 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 I got you. But if not, and you just feel like, I just think it would create like, damn, why don't I know what that means? Like we're both 40 years old and she said monolithic and I didn't know what the fuck that mean. Like why? Or I asked her, you know, what does this mean? Or like I said, 10 times in a week, I asked her, what does this mean? Every time she opens her mouth to me and she says some word, I don't know. Like that will create an insecure, I think, in me. And I have a vocabulary. I know words, but it's like, damn, like, do I know enough? Or I should, I should brush up a little bit because her conversation is of a level where I don't want to sound stupid and I don't want to keep asking her, what does that mean? Or shaking my head to something when I'm thinking, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I'll say this. I've never been around <coughs> anyone that I felt insecure with because of their intellect versus mine. But I have been, but I have been in a room with people who I know were more intelligent than me in certain areas. I didn't feel insecure. I actually felt like I wanted to learn more from them. Mm -hmm. I'll use um, my friend Nanette as an example. When I started working at the same company with her, her business acumen, or I don't want to say business acumen, her leadership skills far exceeded mine at the time. And what it made me do is gravitate towards her to like, just want to kind of observe. Shadow. And, and yeah, see how she moved, how she operate, how she handled certain situations, how she responded. Um, so, so that's how that made me feel. So I, I can't, it's probably hard for me to answer that question because I've never been in a situation where I felt insecure because someone knew more than me, regardless of what, it, what, it was like I've sat in rooms with people and it was like, okay, I remember the first time I was involved in an audit process. What the hell? And everybody knew how to do different you things. You told me that yeah. when you, when you first went to college, like you felt like that, like, like it's past MG, it's past high school. Like, okay, everybody's smart here. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like the, like you, you were saying like that you needed the, um, not the tutoring, but the help. Yeah. And if that's not there. And I didn't feel insecure. I what it what it made me I didn't feel insecure. You felt insecure. Well, if I remember the conversation correctly, you felt insecure about the motivation that you lacked. And they still had it even though the 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 support wasn't there. Like they were just like young kids being adults and going to class on their own where you kind of needed the Yo, get to school with the fuck well, you Well, and not only shit. that, I kind of, yes, I think that's what it was. I didn't feel insecure like, damn, y'all know more than me. It just made me feel like, um, yeah, I didn't have the drive that they right. had. So so that's probably what it was. <sighs> like, I, I don't even know if they necessarily were smarter than me, but I just didn't have that drive to push myself to the... But did, you, did it make you... So you, when you think back on it, did you feel bad? Or did you know where the lack of drive it came from? So it wasn't like, I can't identify why I'm not motivated. Yeah. To like, I know why I don't want to Life do was shit. kicking yeah. my ass. Like, <laughs> life was kicking my ass. You could identify it was like, there's no yeah. insecurity. It, so, exactly. So that's probably what it was. Like, I was in college. My home life was a wreck. Like, and, like my home life, living at home with my parents, was a wreck. Like, so was like i'm here i didn't really want to be here i wanted to go away to college i wasn't allowed to go away i wanted to stay on campus i wasn't allowed to stay on campus so 
yeah, I knew where it was coming from. I knew if I pushed myself, I could have done better. I just had no drive to push myself. And, and, and I think it was so much harder when I went to college than I expected it to be. Um, and I just needed to, I, I needed to put forth more effort and I didn't want to. You, um, in the beginning, I felt like you created insecurities in me by telling me, because <coughs> it's not like I did anything wrong, like, <coughs> excuse me, per se, or, but I only knew what I knew. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that, you know, I'm being a good man and I have these good, good qualities about myself, but it's not until you say, you know, no, that's not working or you got to do this better and you got to do that better. Does it make me think and say, damn, like, how fucked up am I? Or am I, you know, like what level of fucked up are you? Like, do I need to work on this better? Or this mm. is something that I need to pay attention to. And that creates insecurities in you until you get them right. And then it's like, okay, you can kind of fall back on them. Just don't ever, like, that's who you are now. I, but, okay, and that's, that's interesting that you say that. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, the insecurity is there until you realize the person wants you to do better or do different for your own benefit not to like beat you down Did right that it's, help? it's how you you present it to me it's how you presented it to me it's letting me know how it made you feel um and okay like almost like you saying this is my my standard mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like if we gonna be together you you can't holler at me. You can't talk to me like this. You you got to show me affection. Like, I'm talking about in our beginning years. Right. So, it's like, okay, those things, although I thought, oh, shit, I am affectionate. We do hug. We do kiss. But it was like, damn, she right. Like, and when we're in our early years, it's like, damn, I don't walk past and touch her. Or I don't do things like that where those create insecurities in you where you're thinking, damn, like, how am I, you know, am I doing it right? And I think the beauty, the beauty in that is that you were willing to learn and to adapt. And some people, I think that's where relationships might go wrong because they look at it like, oh, you're trying to change me. Well, I am in some ways, if you want to change, if, if you want this to be who you are, because this is who I need you to be. And if you want to change for me, then that's great. I'll change for you in some ways too, if it's not detrimental to me, because what I'm asking of you is not detrimental to you. And I think that's where people like clash, like, oh, you're trying to change me. You're trying to mold me into what you want me to be. Well, yeah, that that's part of it. Like everybody is not like one size fit all, like who you were for someone else. <laughs> who you were for someone else may have worked, but I need you to be something a little bit different. And the same for you. You may need me, so let's mesh, let's compromise. Did that create insecurities in you? Like me, like even like when we got married, to speed up our relationship and me saying, okay, I want this and a wife and, you know, I, want, I wish you would be like this because this makes me feel good. Like, did that make you think to yourself, damn, like he's trying to change me, but... He has my best interest at heart. Does, does that create insecurities in you? Or or did it make you feel some type of way like, damn, I thought I was dope. But, <laughs> you know, I got a um, little room for improvement. I think in some, it, it didn't so much create. And then it stays on your mind weeks and days and months after because you want an assessment of, am I doing okay? It didn't. Affirmation. It, I was going to say, it didn't create insecurities. 
um, I think more so what it did is it made me take an introspective look at who am I, what am I doing, um, how do I, um, how do I change myself to be what you need me to be? That's but but make it comfortable for me. Not like you were asking me to do something that that would make me uncomfortable, but we're not robots. So mm -hmm. I can't say, okay, stop going left and go right and you just turn around. Like maybe going right don't feel right for you. You gotta learn how to go right. So that it was kind of like that. Not that it created insecurities, but it did make me seek for affirmation from you. Just until I knew, like, okay, you good? Like this this is what you needed me to be. And until it became comfortable for me. I know in us getting married, setting boundaries was really important. Mm -hmm. And I think in, in that process, I had to learn, you could ask me to set a firm line here. And it's like, eh, I don't know if that line works for me. And so I had to kind of like slow walk it until I realized like, okay, I see what he wants. He's not hurting me by, re by making this request or by setting, like you said, setting this standard. So I think it was just that, you know, kind of, um, yielding and bending bending to find that comfortable spot so it didn't create insecurities but it did create the need for affirmation mm -hmm. just so that i know that i am what you need me to be that's well said mm -hmm. um do you care about my timeline um no i mean if you looked on there and you started seeing feet would you <laughs> would you say something to me or would you just be like this nigga crazy I would probably laugh and tease you because you know I look at <laughs> you know I look oh at you. Oh my god! Why would you tease me? Like, why are you looking at feet? <laughs> like, <laughs> just to see if you've been checking my phone. You know, I first of all, first of all, I have your page on my phone, so I don't have to go to your phone to look at it. But I don't care about your timeline because I like yeah, I don't care about your timeline. I don't care about your DMs. I don't care about. You know, none of that. I don't worry about that kind of stuff. Again, I think if I had insecurities about us, then I probably would. When I'm looking at you, I'd be like, who is this big booty chick? Like, and I, the other day, I actually, like, this is a new one. I've never seen her before. Like, I don't care about that kind of, I show, yeah, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I don't care about yours either. And I don't even touch your phone. I don't, I mean, I, I have access to it, but I don't, it's just something I never did is look at your phone. Um. But no, I don't care. Like I don't, I I don't care. I I just don't. Now, what if you looked at my timeline and you? Saw I expect to see Adris and Yofi or whatever the fuck his name is. His name is Kofi. Kofi, and I expect to see people who probably look like that. Um, if you were liking something, um, yeah, I, I I would expect that. Like I know what you like, just like you know what I like. So. Yo, I'm, you know, my complexion with a beard. Well, why do you think she like that? Because of me. Um, why do you think I like thick women? Because of her. So, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I, you, I remember, and I think this was probably before um, you became familiar with, um, with social media and, you know, how. Because I think I had um, Malcolm Jenkins. I think I had posted a picture of Malcolm Jenkins, and you was like, 
the fire alarm might go off. Why, why the hell are you posting a picture of Michael Jenkins? Ma Malcolm Jenkins. Um, and, but, but again, I think once you figured out like how social, like I'm just liking his, I'm just showing him support. <laughs> yeah, I expect to see Clifford Harris, um, you know, the usual s suspects. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Yes, I was about to say. What have you learned? Wow. What have I learned? I've learned that um, your brain is. Stop. Why? You, my why? baby's brain is fine. My, yes, but you didn't even know what I was about to say. Go ahead. It's important to the people. It is, your brain is, we talk about mental health a lot, but your brain health is important too. And I think that's something that we as a society, we don't really think about until something is wrong with somebody. We don't think about how things um, are affecting our brains, but it's like you, the analogy you use was appropriate. It's like a computer and it can become overworked and it's just really, really important for us to take care because just like your feet will tell you when they hurt, your hands will tell you when they hurt from overusing them, your legs will tell you when they hurt when you've been standing too long. Um, and I'm not talking about headaches. I'm just really talking about your brain health. It's really important. Um, so that that's what I've learned that, you know, I've learned to be more mindful of how we utilize our brain capacity. Um, I have learned, and you touched on this earlier, the cultural difference in being someplace. That, and I, we asked this question earlier on both our, our, our Facebook pages. But what uh, do people tip at all inclusive res resorts? Um, and, and this is mainly because we were there with 90-10 of the Caucasian persuasion. They, you know, could be 8, 9, 10 deep, have a all-inclusive meal and nobody leave a dollar not one and they had all these people dollar. wait on them and they know they there and that's how and they make their money and liquor yeah and drink after drink and this is send this back and take this and give me another one of those and they got all these people of color on their island taking care of them with like like we said five-star service and nobody i mean i seen 10 people get up from the table and nobody left five dollars Nobody left five dollars, and I don't know. I wasn't. I was trying to look at everybody, and I don't know if the black people tipped either. I think a couple of them they got up and just left too. Yeah, I did. And I don't know how people think like all inclusive means tips too. Like, there's no metric to involve tips in all inclusive. That's just my opinion. Like, I don't think there's a metric that you can add in tips because it's fifteen, eighteen, or twenty percent, or whatever you like. But to just go with 8, 9, 10, 12 people, sit down, have a meal, have people come back to the table 6, 8, 10 times to serve you, and you get up and nobody says, hey, man, like, this is all free. Everybody get $5. Give them $40? Like, I, I just and don't that understand that. And that goes a long that. way in a Caribbean island. Yeah. Not only that, you know, you have beach bars. We were somewhere where it's, it's, it's different money. So American money was more. You, you, they have a beach bar where unlimited drinks. You people just go up all day long. They what they was just taking their own coolers and tumblers and stuff and getting it filled up, telling them, "Oh, do this with a little bit of this, a little bit of this," and then top it off with this dark rum and this, that, and the other. 
and nobody. I mean, and and I know y'all probably say, "Why was we minding people business?" We but we was minding people business. We people watch a lot, and I think the first or second day, it was like kind of like the situation. What okay, type of crowd we in? Maybe we just missed it, and then it was like, okay, we didn't really go down for breakfast uh, 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 until like the last two days. We kind of they brought continental breakfast to our room. Um, but the, uh, like lunch and dinner and sitting different places, nobody going, they was going to the bar all day. They was bringing drinks to people on the beach. Nobody. I seen one black couple tip and that was when we left. Left the, 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 for the carrying the luggage. Yeah. Yep, that, that was that the was, only person I see, but yep. I've seen countless people just get up from the table and I'm, I'm just saying, you talk about the money is different. So a, 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 a dollar hundred and forty five dollars to it just it yeah. makes sense to leave three five ten dollars like and for you, a meal in America you would have paid a hundred and twenty four and I get that hundred and twenty is in your all inclusive package but again how do they factor in tip no you I, I you know I can say just a shout out to my husband it made my heart feel good seeing him you know and, and I know we I'm a person, I don't like to talk about money and what we spend and that kind of stuff. But handing, you know, these beautiful young women $30, $40 in their hand and like seeing the smiles on their face. And then you come back the next day and they're like, hi, how are you? And not just because of the money, but because they were respectful and they recognized and they provided even better service. Like the one girl, remember, I felt bad because I had to ask her. She went next door to get ice cream yes. to another restaurant. She went. But why do you think she did that? Because the night before we tipped. Yeah. And it's not like. Again, you're having a $140, $150 meal for free. And I, okay, some people. And great food. Yeah. And it, it's, a, I get all inclusive. I get that. But somebody is still doing a service for you. Somebody is still bringing you that food. Somebody mm -hmm. is still bringing you those drinks and clearing your plate and asking you, do you want another drink or do you want more? How is everything? Like, isn't that worth $5? Isn't that worth a 10 spot? So that's what I learned that. Because we were there 90-10, putting it on the 90, y'all don't tip. And something ain't right with that all-inclusive yeah. thing. Like, y'all have a mind frame of it's everything's inclusive. Everything. Yeah. That, and that money goes to resorts. That is not trick. I mean, and don't get me wrong. The worker's not working for free. Yeah, they get their wages. But we know tips go a long way. And just, it, it just, it, it was shocking to see. I mean, because y'all, no exaggeration. Nobody. I'm talking about getting up from the table. I was looking at people's tables no. like, wow, nobody is. It, it was just shocking. They had a fine dining establishment there where you had to get dressed. It was dressed just one put, restaurant that had yeah, yeah. put clothes on, like no beach attire, anything like that. And the other ones were more eat. casual. And then you went in there and I'm talking about a table of six, eight, ten people, old white people in their 40s and 50s. Eat up a meal. Or Eat up a meal. And then get up and just walk away. Not fucking four quarters on it. Not a dollar on the table. Like, how do you do that when somebody's doing a service for you? That's just what I learned. Yeah. Um, three grams. Um, Tennessee passes bill requiring drunk drivers to pay child support if they kill a parent of a minor. I saw that and I agree with that. Me too. Wholeheartedly. You know, it's, I think any punishment for a drunk driver is is suitable. Yep. I think it's a shame 
when so many um we see stories where like drunk drivers they do some time but a small amount or they get off and have to do like a program baby sleepy mm -hmm, <laughs> i have to do like a program or something like that um like i said earlier no shade to people who drink alcohol it is what it is but um the dumbest the dumbest thing you can do is drinking and driving. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously, it's stupid and it's so harmful. And we talked about this before. I've been there, done that. Um, I thank God that I'm here today to, to still talk and that I didn't hurt myself or anybody else. But as grown adults, people really be out here blasted and drinking. If you kill somebody and now somebody else has to take care of that person's child, loved one or not, Love one or not, you should be responsible for paying child support for that child because you took their. I feel like if you killed somebody and they didn't and they and they didn't leave any children, God forbid somebody hurt my spouse. You should be responsible for paying me spousal support because you took my spouse away. Mm -hmm. Like there, there it should because it's the dumbest thing you could do. So you should be responsible. If any job you get, your your income taxes, they should take your money and make you have to pay. Yeah, I think it should be along the lines of a, um, a um, sex offender. Should have laws like that for drunk drivers. Like, I don't give a shit what punishment you get for drunk driving. You should get it. Like, if they had a law that said you got life in jail for drunk driving, they'd be like, shouldn't do it. That's how I would feel about it. I'd be like, you shouldn't do it. Like, that's just some dumb, dumb, dumb shit. And you take somebody's kid, take somebody's spouse away just because you thought you could get home. Yeah. Like, and you fucking drunk. And there's so many fucking resources. Uber, Lyft, friend, whatever, cab, like, what walk, whatever the case may be. Car service, like. Did you say walk? Whatever the fuck, I mean, whatever. But guess what? You ain't kill nobody. You ain't dead. Like, whatever the case may be. Um, It's just crazy. Raiders owner Mark Davis said he would love to have Kaepernick on the team. I would love to see Cap. Do you ever trial. think that Cap is really going to get another try? Um, no. No. It comes with too much. Mm. Yeah, it comes with too much. Plus, you sued the um, job, the company that you want a job at. Yeah. So, they're not going to hire you back ever. And you won. So, they gave you millions of dollars in a lawsuit. And it was undisclosed which everybody thinks it was like $80, $90 million, but you won. And they're not going to hire you back, bro. Do you think he could go to like the USFL yeah, or the Arena Football League or something? In a heartbeat, but that's not, it's like saying, you know, it, it's, no, you can't, you can't do that. It's like, That's like know, demoting yourself. Yeah, it's not the level he plays on. He's a NFL starting quarterback. You can't go to the USFL. Nobody would give a shit. But don't you, do they get paid? Yeah, but not the money that... I mean, he's rich, man. He's got hundreds of millions Yeah, so of he dollars. wouldn't be doing it for the money, but... No, he's yeah. doing it because he loves it. He's staying, he's staying ready for five years because he loves it. It just hasn't clicked to him that you the can't people are asking for, for a year. It's a, it's a conflict of interest to them to hire you 
if you just beat them in a lawsuit for ninety million dollars. You would have thought five years. I ago. would think that that would have been like written into like okay, this is your payment, the lawsuit, and there was also like a separation agreement. Like, uh, that's, no, that's probably discrimination. But they can also just decline to give you any. Anybody yeah. leave it open. We're not going to put any language in there. But everybody knows, unheard of. Don't bring them in for no tryouts. Mm, okay. The owners, it's only 32 of them. They talk them all the time. Like, nobody brings him in. Okay, we're good. All right, in all honesty, was he really a great player? Or was he just a good player? He was a really good player. He wasn't okay. great. He was a really good player. Okay. He's better than 15 quarterbacks in the league now. And it's only 32 teams. Mm. He's better than 15 to 17 guys now. Okay. Yeah. Some guys stink, stink. Like stink. Cap got skills. He, you know, he he's not Tom Brady, um, or Drew Brees or anybody like that. But he got skills. Okay. Um, David Banner says ninety percent of the music is detrimental to the black community. A thousand percent agree with that. All hip hop music is now drug usage. Where it used to be drug sellage. Is that a word? We'll make it a word. Okay, drug sellage. We're gonna go with it. Now it's drug usage. Um. Infidelity, um, um, uh, appropriate women, um, drugs, um, uh, illegal activity. Yeah, all that shit is all in hip-hop music. It's very few artists who don't rap about that stuff. And that's the Jay-Z's, the Nas's, the people who have grown up, the um, Pusha T's and shit like that. Like They have evolved into people who talk about shit that they're going through now. I think I heard I heard some rhetoric about Pusha T's album where somebody said like he too would be rapping about selling crack, but I think he was telling his his personal experience. I think I've that's what this album was about, which I got from the album. Um, I mean, from the interview with Charlemagne, is that he was telling the story of how his life. It oh, was. Okay. okay. So it's not like this is what I'm doing now. Gotcha. So some people might. You turn it on and be like, "Oh shit, he's still rapping about crack and yeah. bricks and stuff." But no, it's it's all st it's it's storytelling. You know, this music today makes me realize. But lean I am on the other side of forty. I don't know any like if you ask me to name. Okay, you know how they just play like the top ten. Mm -hmm. If you ask me to name three songs that would be in the top ten today. I, I, I don't know what they play on the radio. Like, I don't... Okay, the Power 99 is still, like, in circulation, right? Don't know. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know any songs that they play on the radio. I would probably... Yeah, I would have to, like, Plus pull it out of the thin so air. That's, they put so, so many... This generation puts out so much music. The song that's on this week is not on next week. Yeah. It just changes so rapidly. And I don't I haven't listened to Power Ninety Nine in years. No, but I was just wondering: is it still like a a, a station? Like it's it, probably a station, but it could be it could be fucking gospel for all we know. <laughs> yeah, I it don't. Could be R and B. It could be country. I don't know. I haven't had it on in a long time. But yeah, it used to be um, Philadelphia's hip hop station. Like I know the names of certain artists. Just only from station I know is the same as WDAS. You put me on to... Um, it's been the same since I was a little boy. No, but WDAS, you turn on WDAS, you will hear some songs like, how is this WDAS? Like, That's on certain days, like a Saturday night or something, or um, I think a Friday night, they get a little section of 
hip hop going on. Okay. But for the most part, it's the Tony Brown voice stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, um, yeah, you put me on recently to a song by uh, Sawiti. Mm-hmm. But that was the I I think that's an old song too. I had never heard it before. I couldn't name three of the top ten songs today. So miss I, I but I agree. That's part of the reason why I, the music I it, I just don't relate to it anymore. Um, so I, I agree. It's very misogynistic. Not that that has ever that's bothered me. That's the word me. I was looking for. Misogynistic. It's all misogynistic. Yeah, that has never really bothered me. But I just it, it it's. It all sounds the same. How could it? I mean, you know what? In the nineties, it was it was different because songs like N.W.A. problematic. The preachers, the door. Hold no. on, hold on. That um, Snoop Snoop Dogg bitches ain't shit. Those songs, although you bopped your head to them and remember being places to them, you can't hear them now. Well, like they make you cringe, and it's not something that I could put on in a car that you still have the same feeling that you did in the 90s where it's on, you bopping, and you're not really hearing Well, it. you know N.W.A., I've never listened to that, and that song about that 14-year-old girl, I will never listen to again. I had never heard that before until last year, and that song is probably from, what, 1985? That's probably for like 1992, 93. Horrible. Snoop Dogg. You know, doggy style that's my album well, I'm just saying bitches ain't shit is problematic but what I'm saying for me it never buy. I always kind of had the position like he ain't talking about me it's just the song so I, I mean in his mind he probably like yeah I'm talking about all of y'all but I never internalized it in that way to be like oh my god this is so cruel to sing about women I never looked at it in that aspect so, uh, but again, I wouldn't want my nieces to listen to it either because it's misogynistic yeah. you know something wrong with it yeah Let's do a rap. Um, Act two, the podcast episode sixty eight is a rap. Um, Boy of National Walk, co-hostess with the mostest. Chocolate Tosh. Chocolate Tosh. Say, I was gonna say, say my name. Um, Act two, the podcast dot com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, TikTok, Breaker, Spotify. You can catch us on all those platforms. Knowing what we do, talking shit, having great conversation. Um, Check us out. If y'all fuck with us, y'all fuck with us. If you don't, god damn it, you should. Peace.